Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to Design Your Day, the official podcast show of The Gathering Shops. I'm your host, Ray Digney. The Gathering Shops, retail's newest and most exciting shopping platform, has curated a community of emerging brands and local artists. Each week, we will introduce you to the talent and personalities behind these brands to give you an opportunity to get to know the person behind the product. This week, we catch up with jewelry designer and owner of Avenue Chic, Christine Atrash. Originally from Lebanon, Christine grew up in a family of fashion designers, but did not immediately embrace the path of fashion, ultimately traveling to the United States with the intention of becoming a college professor. And although she did embark on a journey of higher education, she could not ignore the family's talent and eventually listened to the advice of her father, who told her to pursue her career in fashion and design. After starting her own family, Christine made the career pivot and introduced Avenue Chic, a virtual showroom of a collection of brands and pieces, showcasing designers from all around the world. Today, Avenue Chic features brands from Paris, United Kingdom, Lebanon, Brazil, the United States, and more, and is proudly showcased at the gathering shops. Christine's story is an example of how your first dream can lead to the opportunity to fulfill your true destiny. So without further ado, here is Design Your Day interview number six with designer and owner of Avenue Chic, Christine Atrash. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Design Your Day, the official podcast show of The Gathering Shops. And today we have special guest, Christine Atrash from Avenue Chic, a jewelry fashion brand that offers a collection of different brands and showcases different styles of jewelry. Christine, thank you so much for taking the time to join us on Design Your Day. I'm really, really excited to get to know you and share your story and, and hear more about exactly what Avenue Chic is doing in this business. So thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for having me, Ray. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. So um, before we learn about Avenue Chic, um, mm-hmm. which I can't wait to hear about, and I'm sure all of our, uh, all of our listeners are excited to hear a little bit more about uh, your company, can we learn a little bit more about Christine? Who are you? Where are you from? Um, what's your background? And uh, I'd love to know how you got into this business. So talk a little bit about yourself and let everyone get to know you a little bit. Uh, I'm originally Lebanese. Uh, I moved to New York City to pursue my PhD. I thought I'm going to be a college professor. Wow. And I ended up in jewelry. Uh, (laughs) I moved to the U.S. about 17 years ago, and I thought that I'm only staying for four years to finish my PhD, and I ended up staying for 17 years. So uh, knowing knowing that... uh, Actually, I thought that I'm going to be staying for only four years, as I said. So I wanted to get the New York City experience yeah. and not just go to college, do your PhD. So I got a job as a fashion buyer in the city. And a few years later, I had my first child and I so wanted to be with him. So I decided to do something on my own. And Avenue Chic saw the light. That's basically how it started. Wow. Um, so much to take from that short answer is so cool. Um, that your life journey brought you out here to, to New York and the Big Apple with these plans for a PhD and a, and a whole different career. And isn't it amazing how, I mean, of course, you, you, know, you can go anywhere, but you end up in the Big Apple. And sometimes the big city will say, listen, we have different plans for you. That's, and that's uh, I think it's incredible. And, and, and you thought you were only going to be here for four years and now it's been 17. Um, before we talk about your business and stuff, um, I'm guessing that you consider this home. Any plans to ever leave or, or is this home for you for good now? No, this is my home. I love to be here. And, uh, you know, you, I, I have two homes, so I'm very lucky. 
Yes, pretty cool. Um, before we learn about this business, um, PhD, you thought you were gonna be a college professor. Uh, what were you going to teach? So what happened is, um, uh, I went to Europe to do my master's degree and a year after I came to New York City to finish my, to start my PhD in media studies. And I taught two semesters in uh, communication arts and I loved it. And I really thought this is going to be my calling. Yeah. But as you said, New York, New York, it's, New York. <laughs> I'm totally in a different place and I love it. And actually this is exactly what my dad told me to do 25 years ago. Wow. Jewelry and fashion school because he's a fashion designer. So I only was excited to wear the stuff he makes, but I yep. really never wanted to make it. And yep. I kept telling him, I want to be a college professor. And I left for that reason. But wow. I ended up making, doing exactly what he wanted me to do in the first place. Makes the story even better that the change of plans is, is even more meaningful, right? Wow, that is, that is pretty awesome. So um, change of plans, you don't end up uh, becoming a college professor. Uh, you start a family, you have your first child, and you're like, you know what? You want to have more time at home with your family mm -hmm. and start your own thing. How, uh, I guess you kind of gave the answer with, with, with what your dad has done with his career in the background. Um, talk a little bit about how you figured out that you wanted to go in the lane or the direction of fashion and style when you decided, you know what, I'm not going to pursue this career in education. Um, I want to do my own thing. And my own thing is going to be uh, similar to what my dad did with his mm -hmm. career. You know, I come from a family of fashion designers. My dad uh, does hot couture, like evening gowns and wedding dresses. Uh, my uncle in uh, LA, uh, rest in peace was also a designer my aunt was also a designer and my brother followed him with the same path and then my younger brother also followed so I have the entire family working in fashion and honestly I never thought that I wanted to be in this business at all so when I left to Europe as I said I wanted to be a college professor and I love the business you know growing in my dad's fashion house is amazing for a little girl like you go inside and you see all the fabrics and the yeah. color and the embroideries it was really everybody's dream come true although I wanted him to be a chocolate uh, maker <laughs> not a not a fashion designer till yeah. I became a teenager I'm like wow I can get all the dresses that I want for free yeah so um, so I, I asked him to take me to one of his suppliers when I was 16 years old and I picked my first beads. So I made my first necklace and my friends in high school liked them. So I started making more for friends and I actually started selling in, in two stores in Lebanon when I was like 16, 17. But you know, because I wanted to be a college professor, everything was put on hold. I went uh, to college, I did the BA in advertising and marketing. And then I moved to Europe for my master's, came to New York, and everything changed. But wow. it really started in my, fashion, in my dad's fashion, uh, fashion house. I call him the king of fashion. He's been doing this for 60 years. And he actually helped me with two lines, uh, picking the right leather, picking the right color combination, what works with what. He's the king. So cool. It is so cool to hear that journey and that story, but so cool to, to see your face light up about, you know, talking about your dad. It's I so amazing. Um, what, I, what I find very interesting is um, it seemed like it was in your blood, in your genes from the beginning. Totally. And you said at 16 years old, you, you, you sold some of your, your styles in a couple of stores at 16 years old. So you had that entrepreneurial spirit from such a young age. Um, 
I do want to ask again, if you were introduced to this industry and this life at such a young age with your dad, like you say, being the king of fashion, um, and you loved it and you started it at a young age selling your own stuff, what made you interested to go a different route and go the, the lane of education or wanting to be a college professor? What was it that uh, said, you know what, I might want to do something different than the family? I would think that maybe since you loved it so much and embraced it that you knew right away you wanted to get into fashion. You know, uh, as a teenager, whatever your dad tells you, you kind of don't listen to it till yep. you're a little bit wiser. Yeah. So he kept asking me to do fashion school and I was not agreeing with any of it. And I used to tell him, if I can wear anything I want, why would I make it? So, and that's basically it. I, he came home with like new skirts, new dresses. I'm telling you, it was a dream come true. Like I loved it. I still have clothes that he made that I've never worn before. Wow. He just kept coming with more stuff. And I'm like, he, I took him for granted, to be honest. I'm like, I can get it. Why make it? Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's a great answer. It's a great, honest answer. I think, um, first of all, you know, we were all teenagers at one point and I think we could mm -hmm. all relate to not wanting to listen to what our parents are either asking oh. or guiding us to do. Um, and I recently just became a very proud father to a baby girl. And I am so happy and I can't stop smiling now, but I'm sure there will come a day mm -hmm. where, she's, where she's a teenager and I say, you know, I think you should do this and she's going to do the complete opposite. Yeah. So, but I think your journey has worked out. I'm sure your dad is super excited to know that you are in the same industry um, yes. that he is. So let's learn about that. Let's learn the business that you're building now, um, Avenue Chic, which you like to say or describe as a virtual showroom of mm -hmm. a collection of jewelry brands and pieces. I'm hoping I'm giving that justice. Right. So, so talk a little bit about Avenue Chic, what okay. kind of platform it is, I think from just hearing you tell me about it before, I think it's a genius concept of, you know, an umbrella of these incredible brands and collections that a consumer can, you know, view and shop. Mm -hmm. uh, talk a little bit about that in more depth, please. Uh, you know, when uh, I first started Avenue Chic, I really wanted to bring designers that are not found in every single mall. Something completely exquisite, something completely unique. And, you know, I do believe that every designer bring his or her own story, their own culture, their own aspiration. And you can really see it in every piece. It's just beautiful when you look at the pieces and you kind of tell what he or she was thinking when they did uh, these products. So this is number one, like something completely new. And I, uh, I also wanted to bring designers from all around the world. So I researched a lot of designers and I actually tried a few to see if it works with my kind of business, if my customers are going to like it. And then we brainstormed and I went with the, the designers that I carry right now. So we have designers from Paris, designers from the UK, Brazil, Lebanon, Turkey, Venezuela, Uruguay, the US. It's just beautiful. I love it. It's really like a passion coming through. Yeah. Um, first of all, I think it's an incredible concept. Um, I can't stop smiling because as you know, I am a fellow entrepreneur myself. I have my own brand as well. That is also part of the gathering shops. But the reason why um, I'm smiling so much is I can just tell when someone is truly happy with what they're doing or if they're truly passionate a lot of people um, have said to me that 
um, you know, I have a lot of passion for what I do and that you can see it on someone's face. You definitely have it. And I think it's so cool. Um, what I'm getting from, from you about Avenue Chic is you're, you're like a, you know, an evaluator, a recruiter, you know, you're, you're bringing yeah. together a lot of brands and pieces that you deem, um, are worthwhile that you think that there's going to be a demand for. Um, that's a special talent. There are people out there that design a product and hope to get noticed. You have the ability to design, but also evaluate and recruit and select and put together a collection that you think is going to be successful. Um, talk a little bit about why that is fun wearing a lot of different hats, but at the same time, why that could be difficult. Because like I said, there are some people that just design. There are some people that just buy. There are some people that curate. You seem to have the ability to do all of that. You know, uh, I really pick the designers with my customers in mind. Uh, that's the first thing. Like we we we've created this one-on-one -on -one relationship with them. I know all my customers. I know what they like, and I also help them as a fashion stylist. So let's say they send me their picture. I have a dress, and I need accessories for it. I have this occasion. Can you find something for me? And I work with them on creating sometimes from my own line, whether they want something from my line, on creating something that fits exactly this occasion of this outfit. And since I customize my pieces, so they tell me, oh, it's too long, it's too big, I want something simple, I want something more of a statement. So I work with them day by day in order to create this one piece that they really love. And when they send me that picture wearing it, it's heaven. I love it. It's like they put a big smile on my face. I love to see people wearing my jewelry and it just makes me very happy. I love it. Yeah, it's great. You know, I have conversations with people sometimes um, that aren't into fashion or they don't understand how people are so into it or how they could spend X amount of dollars on something. And I try to explain to them that, you know, whether it's a piece of jewelry, of course, as I know, you know, my wife and my mother that, you know, women or just people in general love good jewelry that make them look good. Um, but for guys, it could be a shirt, it could be a new pair of shoes, anything. Um, I try to explain to people that, you know, that piece of jewelry or that piece of fabric or that garment, if it makes you feel better, if it brings you joy, that was the purpose of it, right? And to right. your point, when you see your client put on that, that style piece mm -hmm. or that, that piece of jewelry that um, you recommended or selected and you see how good it looks on them and the mm -hmm. smile on their face, it's so rewarding, right? I mean, it's just incredible. The best text when they send me pristine, I got great compliments and I'm like, yay. Yeah. I did it. I did it. It's, it's, it really is amazing. It's very rewarding. Yes, it is. It is very rewarding. And I've always, uh, I'm sure you've heard this. It's, it's cliche, but also maybe some people think it's a corny saying, but I truly believe this. Um, when you look good, you feel good. And I am completely convinced of that. And that's why I think people, whether they care about the shoes that they wear or the dress that they wear, or if they got a nice haircut or they got their hair done, that's why people do it. You know, if it makes them feel better, that's what's important. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. So let's dive, uh, let's dive uh, into Avenue Chic a little deeper. Just, I'm curious if I was a customer, when you say that you work hand in hand with your customers, mm -hmm. not only are you offering a collection of brands and, and pieces, mm -hmm. when you help them style, and you recommend certain pieces. Is that part of the service or is that a different business? You know, uh, like I told you before, I've created this one-on-one -on -one, uh, relationship with my customers. Yep. And this is how it started and that's how it keeps continuing. Continuing, Like, I love it. So it's not part of the service, mm -hmm. 
and it is part of the service. Understood. So not everybody expect this kind of service, but when they do, I offer it gladly and I love to help my customers and I really want them to find the piece that they really like, not yeah. just like any piece that works with any, uh, any dress. Like, um, and some pieces actually called you like this. Oh, is yeah. It. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It, it's beautiful. So many of many of my customers know that they can send me the picture and I'll take care of it. I love it. Um, I love the answer. It's not part of the service, but it is part of the service. But in reality, it's customer service, right? Mm -hmm. It yeah. is. I love it. Let's. Um, I'm curious to know because you know I know a little bit about your brand, of course. Um, I think our listeners are going to be super excited um, to possibly see some of the pieces. I think you might be kind enough to show some of the pieces mm -hmm. um, that you're offering. But also, I know people get really excited about celebrity support, mm -hmm. and you and Avenue Chic have a tremendous amount of celebrity support. So I don't wanna give away uh, the big names, I'll let you do that, but I know that you have some big name celebrities mm -hmm. that, are, that have been kind enough to support Avenue Chic and wear the styles and showcase the jewelry. So let the audience know who is wearing Avenue Chic. Uh, you know, when, when I started Avenue Chic, let me just put it in, into brackets, I wanted something that obviously everybody likes, but I wanted some pieces that are affordable for us to wear. So we all have this idea that celebrities only wear like $10,000 earrings. They do. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, they do a lot. They wear a lot of affordable pieces that we can all enjoy. Yeah. And our slogan is, and now we can accessorize like a celebrity. I'm going to show you a few pieces that I really like. And they're also at the gathering shops. I love it. I love it. Uh, this beautiful cuff. I don't know if you can see. Yeah, absolutely. It was yeah. Worn by Rihanna, the Rihanna. The Rihanna. She actually wore two at a time, uh, two on top of each other for her Vogue magazine cover. And this cuff is gold plated. It's a great quality, and it's less than a hundred bucks. Wow. This is another version. It's is in silver, rhodium yep. plated. It's from our Paris collection, and it was worn by Andy Moore. Wow. It's, you can wear it with anything. You can really dress it up, dress it down, depending what you're wearing. It's beautiful. This beautiful piece was uh, shown was shown at the Mission Impossible. It was worn by Angela uh, Ferguson, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it yeah. was. It comes in different colors and she was wearing it in dark blue. Those beautiful earrings come in four colors. And those are, I call them the Jennifer Lopez's earring because she was seen wearing them in so many occasions. They're just wow. beautiful. Yeah. It's from our Paris collection as well. They're 18 carats uh, rhodium plated with Swarovski all over them. I have more than maybe 20 celebrities wearing these beautiful ear earrings from Halle Berry to Angela Bassett to a lot of other design uh, celebrities that I can't even remember. Wow. Uh, this beautiful cuff was worn by Hilary Duff. It's a designer from New York City. As you can see, it's beautiful. just beautiful. We call it our cosmic python cuff it's genuine python leather with swarovski all over wow. it It comes in three colors beautiful and it's less than 300 bucks uh, those earring actually jennifer lopez earring are less than 80 bucks wow uh this beautiful cuff 
was seen, it's a statement cuff. I call it my warrior cuff, like a Wonder Woman kind yeah. of cuff. So it comes in four colors, black, rose gold, silver, and, um, and, and gold. And it's less than a hundred bucks. So beautiful earrings. We have these beautiful earrings. It's uh, one of my high-end uh, brand. It's resin with uh, cubic zirconia, and it was worn by uh, Jennifer Hudson, among others. I'm just going to give yeah. a few names. So we have a lot of designers, a lot of celebrities wearing our collection, and they're really affordable. And again, it's quality, quality, quality. That's basically the first thing that I wanted to say. Like, we... Every designer put their heart and soul to make these beautiful pieces. We're not talking of pieces coming from China. We're talking really high-end yeah. uh, pieces that are really beautiful. Um, you know, um, I love the collection. Very, very impressive collection. And I love that you're holding true to, to what you're saying about Avenue Chic. Now you can accessorize like a celebrity. Mm -hmm. And to your point, yes, do some celebrities, of course, you know, they've been very successful and have made... Um, great amounts of money and maybe, you know, from time to time they wear pieces that are very, very expensive. Mm -hmm. But you also mentioned that a lot of our favorite celebrities do wear some very, very attractive stylish pieces that mm -hmm. are affordable for your everyday consumer, your everyday exactly. customer. Um, the price points that you mentioned um, are extremely affordable and very attractive if I was a potential customer. Um, I think that is awesome. Um, I want to ask, I hope I don't mean to put you on the spot, but there are entrepreneurs that listen to this show and they're probably like, wow, Avenue Chic, first of all, beautiful jewelry. What an incre incredible collection. But support and endorsements are super important to building a business. How is Christine and Avenue Chic landing all of these celebrities? Um, can you maybe just touch on, on how you're getting access to some of them or how they're finding you? Sure. So uh, the, uh, Avenue Chic has uh, the immersion designers and we also have the designers that actually dress celebrities. So they work with a stylist who dresses those celebrities and they pick from the collection that they offer. And we were very lucky that some of our designers have dressed celebrities and it's a win-win situation. For Absolutely. Yeah. So you're providing those, the, the people that are dressing the celebrities um, with access to an incredible collection of jewelry, which okay. of course those celebrities love to wear and have. Mm -hmm. um, and it makes that, that dresser or that stylist look great that they have access to things that you have and then vice versa, vice versa. You have um, the ability to get access to those celebrities wearing your product. I think you're absolutely right. It's a win-win. And um, how I, how I see it from as a fellow entrepreneur, the word is collaboration. When you, when you collaborate with mm -hmm. other people, when you work together with other people, um, it becomes a win-win formula. And I think a lot of times in the world of entrepreneurship or even building businesses, there was a time where if Christine, if you had a business and I, Ray Digney had a business, we weren't rooting for each other. We didn't want to help each other because we looked at it like, if I help her, I can't win. And that's not necessarily the case right that's now. Not. If you collaborate and mm -hmm. we work together, both of our businesses can be successful. What do you right. think about that? It's double the exposure after all. Yeah, absolutely. Collaboration is key. Yeah. So uh, curious to know, incredible collection, um, incredible collection, uh, great price points. Um, you have great support with celebrities. Um, I love, I love your mantra. Now you can accessorize like a celebrity. What is next for Avenue Chic? Um, do you have any cool projects um, 
you know, on the runway in the next few months or in the next couple of years? Anything exciting that you're working on um, that maybe you could touch on a little bit? You know, a few years ago, uh, we signed a joint venture with Dubai and uh, we opened a warehouse in Dubai to be able to cater to the Middle Eastern um, uh, clients. And we want it basically to be able to ship faster than shipping from the U.S. Understood, yeah. So uh, we have uh, more than 300 different styles and colors in the warehouse. Wow. So I am so confident that anybody will find something that they really like within the collection. We cater, as you said, to uh, lots of taste and lots of budgets. And this was the big project that we worked on for, for actually a couple of years uh, in order to finish the whole thing. And, at the, and this year I joined the gathering shops and it was very exciting and I can't wait what's coming next. Yes, um, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I was going to ask you about um, your newfound relationship with the gathering shops. As you know, um, I am a proud member of this growing community as a fellow entrepreneur. I have my own brand as well. Um, I'm curious to know um, what attracted you to this new platform um, and you know, what do you think about it? I know they have big plans to grow over the next 12, 24 months. Um, I know they're extremely proud to have your collection there. Um, what are you most excited about, about being part of the gathering shops? And, and what do you see for the future for both your brand and the gathering shops together as, as it grows over the next couple of years? Uh, you know, I love their concept because it's very similar to mine, bringing all those designers, uh, very exquisite, unique designs mm -hmm. under the same umbrella as uh, at the gathering shops. So it's just started by liking the concept and at the same time, you know, it's more exposure. I wanted to share my passion with a lot of people and they're really helping me do that. So yeah. it's, it's just a win-win situation. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I am, I'm going to put you on the spot again. Um, you said before we started a little offline that you don't do these kind of interviews or a lot of video stuff like this that mm -hmm. often. Um, but as someone who is running a brand and building a business, um, I wanted to ask first a question. How important do you think the story, the story of a business or a product is for the customer to learn about? I am a big believer that um, story plays a big part. And if mm -hmm. a customer knows about the story and knows about the history of said product and or designer, they may be more compelled to feel a relationship with it. Mm -hmm. um, I think if more people saw you and heard you share this story, I think people would just be even more attracted to Avenue Chic. What do you think about that? You know, it's funny you said that because everybody tells me exactly the same thing, but I'm not a selfie kind of girl. <laughs> I don't like to be in front of the camera. I'm yep. more, I love taking pictures and I love my camera and I like yep. to be behind the camera. And now with the quarantine, I'm my own model. It's <laughs> kind of all home edition. So yes. people are liking that. But this is not something for me. I, yeah. I want to be behind the camera, taking care of everything. And I'd like to have a model showing my products and not me personally. But thank you, quarantine, I guess. <laughs> I'm starting yes. to get... I think, um, I think not, not only um, us entrepreneurs, but everybody in general during this quarantine, I think people have learned to get comfortable with some of the things they've been uncomfortable with, which is mm -hmm. things like this. So, but I, I am grateful you've taken the time to join us today. I think this is incredible. Um, let's talk a little bit um, about beyond the gathering shops. What mm -hmm. is, um, I don't want to say the end goal, but what's the big picture for Avenue Chic? Do you have, um, do you have visions of 
you know, being in stores and, uh, you know, big department stores or stores all across uh, the country and the world? Or are you specifically looking to put yourself in certain platforms, let's say the gathering shops or small boutiques only, or certain areas of the country or certain areas of the world? Or if this thing grows to be as big as it can be, you're willing to allow it to get that big? Uh, you know, I would like to be in, uh, in more stores, obviously. Uh, for some reason, I like the boutique stores more than to be present in big malls. Um, so I'm mostly focusing on that. I've been focusing on, after we've done with Avenue Chic uh, uh, in the Middle East, in Dubai, we, I started working more on my brand in the U.S., and uh, contacting uh, uh, stores and customers, not only in the U.S. I have I sell to Paris as well. We have I have customers in Lebanon, obviously. I have customers in Canada, but I truly love this one-on-one -on -one, uh, experience, this one-on-one -on -one relationship. And even if I have stores everywhere, Avenue Chic will still be uh, dealing with one-on-one -on -one with customers. I love when they come to me if they want anything. Uh, but obviously, it's everybody's dream to be as big, like, you know, the sky's the limit. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I, I do agree with that. Um, I, I have to ask, I mean, you have so many customers, so many different locations. Um, you carry styles and pieces from different countries, mm -hmm. but yet you're quarantined like the rest of us. When you're not quarantined, um, and I know you call home here, um, here in the United States and in the tri-state area, do you travel a great deal for this business or are you able to manage um, and run this company remotely from home? You know, I run it from home uh, and I'm very lucky to do that because I can get, I can be with my kids and take care of them, you know, homeworks and yeah. activities. Uh, it's, it's crazy. And I'm very lucky to, uh, to have my own space. I have my own studio that I love. This is like my Zen place. Nobody's allowed in. I close <laughs> the door and I'm inside and you it. can dream. You can do whatever you want. I create. I wish you can see my studio. I have jewelry all over the place. My customers actually call it the candy store. I love it. Like for girls to come in inside and see all the jewelry all over the walls, all over the places, it's just beautiful. So I used to travel to meet new designers, but I honestly, with the internet these days, you can be in your office and just like we're doing right now, and yep. I see the collection virtually, and I usually order samples first to make sure I like the quality before I order a whole uh, big collection. Yeah. So it works. It works from home. It's great. That's why yeah. I'm so lucky as yeah. a mom, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's true to your point, of course. I mean, there's always going to be a time, you know, s certain times where you might have to travel or if, you know, you have to be in a place, let's say you're having a big event. But it's true, you know, with technology today, uh, you could be in New York City one day, you could be in Paris the next day, all uh, with the comfort of being in your own home mm -hmm. studio, which is, which is really cool. Um, I do want to ask, um, you know, because of the time that we're, we're having this discussion, um, you, myself, big business, small business, um, the entire world is going through uh, a global pandemic, a health crisis. Um, and of course, I always say this, you know, the, the focus and the priority is on the health and safety of our global community. But as you know, it has impacted the world and of course our country economically. Um, businesses are taking hits left and right. Some of uh, the largest retailers, Neiman Marcus, some small fashion brands like J. Crew, are filing for Chapter 11. And many, many small businesses aren't sure if they're going to be able to get to the other side of this. Um, have you and Avenue Chic um, 
seen any change of business uh, because of the pandemic? Um, if so, can you explain? But uh, more importantly, have you made any changes or adjustments or pivots to make sure that Avenue Chic not only survives, but thrives as we get past this pandemic? First thing I started making the video was you, with you. I usually yep. never did that before. <laughs> Actually, a lot of my customers are bored and they're home and uh, i actually a friend of mine texted me the other day telling me christine you have to show the collection that you just got it's not fair that you keep everything to yourself start dating video and showing us what you what you got and that's the first time i do it a couple of weeks ago i did like a tour in my studio i showed a couple of brands to uh, some friends and you know, some uh, background music, everybody had fun. We went through every, every single item that we have designer by designer. So I'll, I'm preparing to do a little bit more. And uh, you know, it's just started. We, I never thought that we're gonna be sitting at home that long. So yeah. now is the time to start moving forward and finding something new to do while being safe. So, we're going to be virtually available a lot yeah. more than before. That's for sure. Yeah, I like that answer. And, and, and before I let you go, I don't want to keep you all day. But I did want to ask from somebody whose journey is, is so interesting, you know, like someone who had plans to, to have a completely different career and um, it didn't go that direction, which I'm sure you're so thankful for now because I can just see the, the happiness and passion on your mm -hmm. face because you do what you love. Um, we have a lot of not only potential shoppers and, and people that love to shop mm -hmm. and you know, uh, buy jewelry and fashion products. We have a lot of entrepreneurs that are going to be listening to the show because if you think about it, there's a lot of potential brands that are looking to get into the gathering shops and before they're a designer, they're an entrepreneur if they started their own brand. Um, what words of advice or encouragement do you have for any entrepreneur who wants to try, but for some reason they're just like, I don't think I can, maybe I don't have the money, maybe I didn't go to college, and I got my degree in something completely different. Um, do you have any words of advice or encouragement for somebody that may want to start a business like yours you or know, run a business like yours? I have something here on my wall that says, love what you do and do what you love. And if you have the passion to, to, to create something, you'll do it. Like I never thought that I'm gonna be creating jewelry. Like that was totally not on my mind or even to be able to access that many designers, celebrities wearing our brand like this was totally not on my agenda and i believe if you're passionate enough you're dedicated enough you can do it especially here in this country like really the sky the limit it's we're in the right place yeah you're right you know um just hearing your answer to that is it really is of course hard work and talent and commitment um but it's perspective if you yeah. believe if you believe you can do it, you can do it. If if yeah. you have the passion for it, mm -hmm. you can find a way. Um, and I think that that's what a lot of people are going to find when they go to the gathering shops. They're going to walk into that store. They're going to go to that website. And yes, are they going to see awesome new brands they've never heard of, and you know, great new styles and great jewelry? Um, yes, but I think when they learn the story behind all those brands and products, I think they're going to learn about people that love what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I think you that's know, what it makes it special. It takes a lot of hard work. I'm not going to say that I had days where I'm like, why did I do this? Oh, this is course. too hard to do. I should have stick, stuck to like being a college professor, getting a yeah. salary. And yeah. it's a lot easier. But 
again, if you're passionate about it, if you really work hard on it, you can do it. Just sitting behind your desk all day and waiting for the customers to fall on your head, it's not going to happen. You really have to have a, a goal and go for it. Yeah. And I really advise all the upcoming designers to join the gathering shop. It's a beautiful experience. I love it. And it's really a win-win situation for everybody. It doesn't need to, to like, it's, it's simple. Yeah. It's a win-win situation for, for all of us. And I'm very happy that I have joined. Yes. I'm happy that you joined as well too. Um, and I'm looking forward to whenever the time comes where we're allowed out of the house, because I know that uh, the gathering shops and their staff, they're always going to put together some really cool events. And mm -hmm. I look forward to the, to the opportunity to wait. meet you in person and do some cool stuff. Um, last question or two. Um, okay. From your perspective, you're not a designer. I just want you to be someone who loves fashion or jewelry. Mm -hmm. Why do you believe that jewelry is important? Why do you believe a certain style or piece can change something in somebody? Why is jewelry important to you? You know, as a person, forget about, uh, as you said, as a designer, I never leave without my jewelry. I actually sleep in my jewelry. Mm -hmm. I have my jewelry on me all day. I always have earrings on. I always have my rings. I... I, I, it's, I always say never without my earrings. I never leave the house without my jewelry. And it really complements what you're wearing. Like, it, like you have a nice dress, but it might look dull. But when you accessorize it, it just brings it to life. It's, it's, I love jewelry. It's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. Um, it really is. Um, I am excited for people to listen to our conversation because I'm excited for people to learn more about Avenue Chic. Um, you know, we're going we're gonna to promote you. We, we, we already promote you on the gathering shops on social media. My guess is that they can find you all over social media as well, too. You're on all the major platforms, yeah. right? Awesome. So um, this was incredible. Like I said, I am looking forward to when we all get together at the gathering shops where we can do some things in person. As your brand grows, um, I know for sure we're going to love to have you back on the show. Um, and talk more about your growth and maybe some of the new styles um, and hear more about the celebrities that are wearing um, some of those styles. So I just want to say thank you so much for this. This was, uh, this was incredible and it was a breath of fresh air to see how passionate and how much you enjoy doing what you're doing. I think it's a great lesson for everybody. Thank you. Yes. I so being on your show and yes. thank you for gathering shops for having me. Oh, it, it, was, it was a pleasure. We look forward to catching up with you soon. Wishing you and your family uh, nothing but health and, uh, and happiness during this time. And we look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. Stay safe. Yes, take care. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Design Your Day, the official podcast show of The Gathering Shops. We hope you enjoyed our interview with jewelry designer and owner of Avenue Chic, Christine Atrash. Be sure to visit our newest store location at Bellworks in Homedale, New Jersey, and online at thegatheringshops.com to check out the latest collection from Avenue Chic. I'm your host, Ray Digby, and until next week, remember, only you have the power to design your day.